0: Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. Yeah, the free food and fuel cue to call just played. Yes. I wanna go to the grocery store. I ran out of goodies and I gotta get some more. Stacey Evelyn Cooper. Remember
1: I said I was really bad at lyrics, so that's my excuse.
0: You know who's really good at being caller number 96? Dave Youngman. (laughs) Yeah. Come on down, Dave. Literally come on down to yeah, the Crew gonna... studios and get your one hundred dollar co-op gift card. Use it for food, use it for gas. Big shout out to Sass Pork for helping us out. One more cue to call left today. Yeah, one more. And then yeah. Two more tomorrow. Exactly. And the day after that. Exactly. And for the foreseeable future. Yes. Um played my first hockey game in two years, Stacey. <gasps> my dog. And you're here are today? Barking, you are honey. here. It's I'm very proud of you. Um let me tell you something about playing for the first time in two years. Okay. It never goes well, especially when you're a goalie.
1: Did you win? Did you lose? What no. was the score?
0: Uh, worst part is we lost eight to seven. So oh, that's not my bad. team put up seven goals. They did their part. I did not.
1: And you let in eight goals. I let in
0: eight. That's classic. <laughs> that's par for the course for this guy. But here's the thing about. Um, When you play your first game in a while, you're super tired afterwards. You're exhausted, especially when you play bad and you lose. You're kind of bummed out, right? You're driving home. You get more tired. You just want to go to bed. And when you pull into your driveway or parking space, whatever, you have this little moment where you're like, I'm too tired to bring my bag in. I'm just going to leave it in the car overnight. I'll bring it in tomorrow morning. like before work. I'll bring it in tomorrow morning. Sure, sure. Listen to me very closely here, beer hockey league players. Beer hockey league? Beer league hockey players. Don't do this. Is there a difference? Oh, I, yeah, kind of. <laughs> After a couple beers, the words kind of interchange. Um, don't do this, okay? Don't be lazy. Just suck it up. Take the minute and bring the bag inside. Because that smell sticks to your car. Aww. I did it last night. Again, I let in eight Goals. First game in a long time. And I'm contemplating retirement the entire way home. Because I suck. I can't do it anymore. I'm so bad. And I just... Yeah, I'm leaving the bag in the back. Whatever.
1: Okay, but... I get
0: in my car this morning, Stacy. It's revolting. Well, revolting. I can imagine.
1: I can imagine. I've smelled hockey equipment Just before. because I'm lazy. Like, ugh. Is it worse, do you think, leaving your equipment in a cold car? Or a hot... Like a summertime car?
0: See, when it's hot... You can like taste it in the morning. Like it's it's like a thick air. Like it's kind of dampened up the air in there. The smell and the must. And in the cold, uh, yeah. You can like taste it on your tongue. Uh, winter at least winter. It's it's just different.
1: It's it's a dry stink. Is that what you're <laughs> yes, trying to yes, say? As opposed to the damp uh, stink. Ah, uh, uh,
0: the damp stink. <laughs> People in BC always yeah. brag about the damp stink. <laughs>
1: Team Canada uh, plays a game today. Who is it against? Panama. Panama.
0: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
1: Panama uh, um and it's a it's a game that of course uh, is important because Team Canada is making their you know place in World Cup soccer It's
0: not important at all but it's not important nah. because we're
1: already going to mm-hmm. the to the World Cup, which is amazing, but um it was pretty interesting Team Canada has something that kind of symbolizes their team and it is apparently a sword.
0: It's pronounced sword sword oh, that's a sword.
1: So the coach, um, John Herdman, had said, you know, we have a shield that we have had to protect the team, but now we need a sword. Mm -hmm. And on the sword is, um, I can't pronounce this very well, but nihil Temendum est, which in Latin means new, or sorry, which means fear nothing. Nailed it. Thank you. And he said that's what New Canada is. It's the swagger they want to play with, and it goes into every stadium to symbolize that they're going to own the ground Mm -hmm. and be Like, that's their thing. It's Mm -hmm. a sword.
0: Shields are for nerds. Swords are for cool people. Swords
1: are for fighting, and that's the swagger that they want to play with. Apparently, though, as amazing and cool as that sounds, guess what? It's hard to travel with.
0: Oh, a sword.
1: Like going to Costa Rica, for instance, where they played recently. Uh, It was seized at the airport.
0: It's a legit sword. It's a sword. A working sword.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe rethink it, guys. How about, I don't know, a
0: towel. Yeah.
1: Flag, maybe. Maybe. Call me crazy. Maybe a ball, a soccer ball.
0: In the start of this article, when John Herdman's talking, it's like, yeah, we used to have a, a shield to to protect the team, metaphorically, of course. It's not like they were going into these soccer With a stadiums, giant, every this <laughs> giant shield because people are attacking them without no. mercy. No, it's it's not one of those. Metaphorically, of course. Yes.
1: 96.3 Cruise FM at 6 12. It's uh, Wednesday. It's Cruise Mornings with Stacy and Clayton. I put myself on the spot all the time when I do that because I never know what day it is. It's always a surprise.
0: It's Wednesday? question mark? Um,
1: I'm Ron Burgundy.
0: Have you heard that joke where if you want to really test your marriage out, like you think your marriage is awesome, uh, build IKEA furniture together one weekend and see how awesome it really is. Yeah. Um, Replace IKEA furniture with dance fundraiser and uh, yeah, you... How's things going? (laughs) Um, Swinging with the Stars. Yes. It's an awesome fundraiser in Saskatoon. It's the ninth year they've been doing this. It's just, it's a great fundraiser for the Saskatoon City Hospital Foundation. We've been emceeing it the past four years. My wife and I are dancing in it this year. So cool. Uh, My wife owns a dance studio in Saskatoon. She's danced her whole life. She is awesome at dancing. I don't want to pump my wife's tires too hard here, but she won like three... Choreography Awards this weekend, or last weekend, during dance competition weekend. Nice. Thrive Dance Studio, way to go. So Uh, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Uh, (laughs) She's also a way, just way better dancer than me. Like, she moves. Unbelievable. And she's seven and a half months pregnant. Like, her feet are going nuts. She's like a hamster on a hamster wheel. just going crazy. Wow. And there's me cement bricks on my feet i got no rhythm no movement nothing but she's so patient she's like okay clayton instead of dancing From like an top. idiot how about we try and do it right oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like nothing like that right? i'm just being kind of a little sarcastic but it's just you can tell she's being frustrated but bless her heart she's not showing it but because like i know my wife really well i can tell just right. by looking at her eyes yeah. like this guy is just
1: but you're trying. You suck,
0: bud. You're trying your <laughs> artist. I know. We're also practicing in our living room, and our dog is there the whole time.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my That's
0: God. That's tough. Just getting in the way, jumping up and down. It's it's adorable. But, um, by the way, go to CruiseFM.com if you want to get tickets for Swinging with the Stars. Get a table, something like that. Awesome little fundraiser. You get to see myself um, get really, really embarrassed. My wife is going to be Awesome. She'll
1: she'll carry the performance. It's it's one
0: of those dances where like, we're doing the same thing, so the timing has to be on. Mm -hmm. If you're coming to the event, maybe just focus on her and don't focus so much on me. (laughs) Here's a scenario for you. Let's say um, you're working with someone who's been your boss for like 30 years, and they retire. You go Thank to their,
1: God! I mean, what?
0: You go to their retirement party. It's this big, huge soirée. Uh, you get them like a hundred dollar bottle of wine. Write them a nice letter, like a big retirement thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's like a retirement weekend for this person. They deserved it. Right, thirty years as the manager. Months later, they're like, "Never mind. Hate the retired life. Coming back to work." Oh boy. Now, would you be a little upset because you, you know, wrote the heartfelt letter? You bought a $100 bottle of wine. Would you, like, ask for it back or maybe, I don't know. Oh, jeez. I don't
1: know if I'd ask for it back, but it would be, like because I uh, I don't know like some Tom Brady right he retired and then came back
0: so that's what happened to him Peyton Manning sent him this ridiculously expensive bottle of wine happy retirement and this super thoughtful note because Tom Brady and Peyton Manning have this like huge epic rivalry okay. Tom Brady says never mind I'm not retiring Peyton Manning what the heck man <laughs> I'm not I want the letter and the bottle of wine back so I can give it to you the next time you retire because see I
1: understand when people retire and then change their mind like my mom retired but she still has gone back and she still does like three shifts a week sometimes because she just really actually enjoyed her job so she doesn't want to stop Mm -hmm. and yet she's technically i don't know it's weird it seems
0: like so many people retire but they're coming back three times a week I'm retiring, but not really. It seems like that's a really popular thing to do. Kind of come in whenever, Tuesdays, Thursdays, but you're still kind of helping out working, and I'm sure the people there appreciate it because you know what you're doing.
1: That's true. I don't know. Here's a question, though. If somebody gets married, you go to the wedding, Mm -hmm. buy them a nice gift and a nice card, and they get divorced. I
0: didn't think of it that way. Do you
1: ask for your gift back?
0: No. How How many months or years has it been if it's like a couple weeks, maybe. I don't. Uh, I don't
1: know. I feel. I, I've heard some stories where people actually give the gifts back. Okay. Like the bride and groom feel bad, and it's like, okay, fair
0: enough. Can you imagine? It's like twenty five years later. Your buddy Tim's just heartbroken. Here's I can't that believe toaster. it, man. I can't believe it, man. You gonna give me that toaster back? Or I know it's bad timing, but you know, spent ten bucks on that, man. <laughs> We love talking about
1: local technology startup companies here in Saskatchewan. We have a lot of them. Our tech industry cool. is doing really well. And um, one of those that is doing really well, we talked about this a while back. It's the cubby. It's a smart fridge oh, for yes. the workplace. Uh-huh. And basically, they've gotten some funding and they really want to like, make the reach bigger for people to get a hold of a cubby for their workplace. And just in case you couldn't remember, a cubby, like I said, it's an interconnected, uh, internet-connected smart fridge, and it basically looks like a locker system. There are 12 little cubbies on it uh-huh. with a handle, so picture like 12 little tiny fridges, and it is hooked up to an app. And within your app, what you do is you obviously have a code that opens that door for you only. Uh-huh. So first of all, it eliminates people stealing your lunch at work because you need a code to get into your own little cubby but the other thing it has as well is a app sister like a feature on the app that allows you to order groceries to be delivered to your cubby
0: at work. That's taken it a pretty. That's taken it pretty far there.
1: Well, cuz they're saying that they want to basically like reinvent the way people eat at work. They're saying that the average like oh, pack a sandwich and an apple in a paper bag mm-hmm. and take it to work is kind of falling by the wayside. People want fresh food at work. They want to have their own food at work. They want people not to steal it. Mm-hmm. And this is what the cubby does. Is it allows you to have fresh groceries delivered to your own safe little cubby. Mm-hmm. At your workplace. Hey,
0: love this idea. Love that it's a Saskatoon company. Saskatoon yep. idea, not for me. I feel like <laughs> I'm it's a, I'm a simple guy.
1: Possibly a little unattainable for the average office. I'm it's, just saying. Yeah, like
0: it's if you have a lot of disposable income at your office, this Absolutely. is awesome. This is an awesome feature to have. I have Pop-Tarts every morning. I don't need this. No, you don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't really need this. Hey, don't. But here's the thing. Just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not a great idea.
1: Well, and that's the thing. So much of this kind of technology starts off unknown mm-hmm. and, you know, not many people have it. But fast forward 10 years, who knows? Maybe those will be commonplace. Exactly. I would love this. I love eating at work. I love food. I love having other people not take my food and I would love to have it delivered right to my work.
0: Please. I think you just just broke the love record. You said love there 13 times in 10 seconds. I just
1: want food delivered to work. I am not on Reddit. It's just like Twitter. I find it very confusing and I just never go there. But I see people share things that happen on Reddit, questions that are asked, topics that are discussed. And someone shared this one. What are foods that shouldn't be served hot or cold? Or vice versa. Okay. So one person had said pizza because they hate cold pizza. Gotcha. That sort of thing. Uh So, like, if you have a hot food, which ones should definitely not be served cold?
0: And then vice versa, which cold foods should Should not not be be served served hot? Hot. Okay. Uh, For cold foods, I got one right off the bat yogurt. Yogurt. Hot yogurt. Should not be served warm. Just again, hot yogurt. Hot yogurt. Remember the segment well, what we about, did? Remember yeah, like a couple months snacks. ago? We did the weird snacks at a baseball game. <laughs> and imagine like the, the vendor sitting there. Warm yogurt. Get your warm yogurt over here. Ugh. Yeah, no thanks. Ugh. Hot grapes. <laughs> grapes Hot is another grapes. one.
1: But see, fruit is okay. Like if it's in a pie and you have like a piece of warm pie, that makes it
0: okay. Oh, good point. But just
1: taking a handful of grapes and like tossing them in the microwave for 20 seconds. Maybe not great. I wonder great. if
0: anyone's ever done that. Hey, can you microwave these grapes? They're a bit too cold for me. Frozen I grapes. I have sensitive teeth.
1: Frozen grapes are delicious. Yeah. But here's another one. Um, egg salad sandwich. Would you want that warm?
0: I want it never.
1: I know. You wouldn't want Whoa. it never.
0: To the people who bring egg salad sandwiches in, on like car trips or like if you're eating lunch with six people, don't. Okay? Read the room. Oh wait, you can't because it smells so bad because you brought your stinky sandwich in there. I love
1: egg salad, it's so good. Okay, here's another one. What about a hot cucumber? <laughs> cucumber is like cold only.
0: Hot cucumbers! Nobody's, Get a mother hot!
1: Nobody's putting cucumbers in a stir fry.
0: Um cream puffs. <laughs> can't have a warm one, because <laughs> then it's just basically a Boston cream donut. Like you know, like frozen cream puffs when you like the outside. No, anything.
1: Nope. No, like those little right, profiteroles, those yeah. little tiny round ones. Yeah,
0: it's like puff pastry filled with ice cream oh, or whipped cream or oh, something okay, like that. Yeah, yeah, If those were warm, it's just yeah. Yeah, the cream would. Melt. That was a bad example. It's um, okay. What about cold mushroom soup? Ew Gross. It gross. would
1: be congealy and da- yucky.
0: Oh, add to this list by the way, nine three eight zero nine six three. Foods that are hot that should not be cold, foods that are cold that should not be hot.
1: And at first I was like, Well that's it doesn't matter. Like it's whatever. Works works, but when you start thinking about it, yeah, like warm cottage cheese.
0: Stop with the dairy.
1: <laughs> I don't know why the dairy is so weird
0: one. You went to Marion Graham High School, correct?
1: Yes, Clayton. That is correct.
0: Go Falcons.
1: Go Falcons.
0: C-R-O-S-S. Holy Cross is the best, but whatever. Um, <laughs> did you guys have those like matchmaker forms that you would fill out at Valentine's Day? Yes. Yeah? Yes, we did. Do you remember your school completely being... Obsessed and overrun with them? It would totally change the whole atmosphere of the school for three days, right? Yep. Like I remember filling those out, and I would strategically fill them out. Thinking that I'm going to fill out these answers the way my crush would fill out these answers. Just
1: so you can get a match.
0: Of course. So that's how I'm filling it out. What would Jessica Chiz put? I don't know. And then, oh, Jessica Chiz isn't even on my list. And your year is ruined. Oh, my God. <laughs> because, of course, it's high school, and those things mean everything. Oh, absolutely. Oh, if you and Sarah got a 97% match, but you like Julie, tough break. You're only an 84% match for Julie. You're stuck with Sarah.
1: Guess you're not going to marry Julie <laughs> uh, in grade 11.
0: Because just like Boy Meets World, we all mean Meet our soulmate in high school. Some people do. My sister, kudos to them. Really? My sister and brother-in-law have been dating since grade nine. An oh, Actual Corey wow. and Topanga situation. Bless. And they still like each other. That's nice. It's That's amazing. Quite, yeah.
1: I um I think I did that once. Maybe, I was not into that kind of,
0: uh-huh. I don't know. If there was a Miss Mennonite. Teen Mennonite for a Mennonite matchmaker, Stacy would have been Miss Teen Mennonite. Sign me up. <laughs> so you didn't do any of the, no? No. I remember this was just the thing. In the locker room at gym, we would be talking about it, comparing lists. We would almost try and trade lists to be like, oh, you got this girl, let's trade. <laughs> Our names are on the top, man. Like, what are you doing, right? I feel so bad for the teachers. How are you supposed to, like, keep your kids focused? The hormones coming up to their eyelids, right? How are you supposed to keep them focused when all they're thinking about is, I got 94% with Julie. Oh, my goodness.
1: And oh here, my goodness. here's the thing. If you did match really highly with somebody, mm-hmm. did you ever go and be like, Hey, Julie, according to this random piece of paper, mm-hmm. we should hang out.
0: No, no, that's not, that's not how it went for me. Uh, I was scared of girls, so I just avoided them until the end of the year. Right. That was... It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Good plan. Good plan. It was was not a good plan. Variety That Rocks, 96.3 Cruise FM. That's Pat Benatar. Nicely done. (laughs) Still got it. Still got it. Cruise Morning, Stacy and Clayton. Um, shock marketing. It's a phrase we just made up, um, but it's a true thing. It's a real thing that happens. Uh, Stacy's going to give you an example right now.
1: Pepsi, enough with the flavors, honestly.
0: Well, specifically one flavor that just came out. No,
1: all, all of these flavored pops.
0: Disagree. Pepsi lemon, Pepsi lime, gross. Vanilla Pepsi, vanilla. First Coke, of all, Pepsi, gross. That's okay. You need a variation of sodas and no, flavors. You don't. Yes, you do. Because they're not good. Maybe not Pepsi Blue. I think Pepsi Blue would be shock marketing, where it's like we're going to make this ridiculous item so people talk about it and do our advertising for us.
1: Well, and then Coke Starlight just came out. Yeah. And apparently, see that tingles your mouth and tastes like a s'more. I
0: think normal flavors like lemon and lime, vanilla, that kind of thing, not shock marketing. Pepsi maple syrup, on the other hand.
1: That's what this one is. They're partnering ridiculous. in, and thank goodness, it's the Staves. They're partnering with IHOP, the International House of Pancakes, mm-hmm. and offering, yeah, maple syrup-flavored Pepsi.
0: Now, this isn't actually a good idea. I don't think anyone at Pepsi thinks this is a good idea, but when it comes to marketing, genius idea, because degenerates like us, who need silly stuff to talk about on their radio show, ding, 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 oh, ding. this is perfect! The perfect light-hearted thing, right? It's not Paula it's not. It's not anything. It's just silly.
1: And it even, like you said too, like when Kraft Dinner came out with those uh,
0: flavor boosters. Oh, like the cotton, the cotton candy, candy the pink, pink one,
1: and then it was like butter chicken and chicken and gravy. Because
0: even though it's stupid and undelicious, you're still thinking. maybe I'll pick up a couple packets, see what it's all about, right? All of a sudden, you're thinking about craft dinner. Oh, it's it's shock marketing. They're saving a bunch of money. It's genius.
1: But see, at the same time, they're saying that this is just like a you know flash in the pan sort of limited time only. By seeing that, I'm not going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go out and buy a case of Pepsi, like just plain old Pepsi.
0: Really? No. I will, but that's because I'm addicted to the stuff. So.
1: ID that rocks 96.3 Cruise FM Cruise Morning Stacey and Clayton Not bad Stace Thanks buddy Not bad Thank you very much I'd like to thank um, you for always inspiring me to do better I'd also like to thank the Academy Wrap it up
0: Where's that music? Up. Yeah, if I had the music, I'd start playing
1: it. <laughs> anyway, it is Cruise Mornings with Stacey and Clayton. Uh, Cruise FM's free food and fuel. We played a to call this morning. Congratulations to Dave. He won 100 bucks to co-op. Thanks to our friends at Sass Pork as well. One more Q to call coming up sometime today.
0: Uh, here's the situation. Stacey, you go away with the family for a weekend. Maybe it's a long weekend. Three days. You have a great time. You come back and... The person who lives behind you, like your neighbor, directly behind your house, uh, while you were gone, decided to build, like, a 15-foot-tall fence. Not on your property, but they just decided to extend their fence. Like, double it in size, because they don't want to see into your... your First of
1: all, uh... I believe that is against the Again, bylaw. it's
0: totally against the bylaw. We know that you memorized the bylaw book because you're that person.
1: Six and a half feet. That's the 6.5 inch, or six feet, five inches is the maximum height for a fence. There you go. So first of all, that's the issue.
0: Captain Bylaw over here. Um, she actually has the bylaw officer in her contacts on yeah, her phone. Exactly. You're so cool.
1: What if someone is doing something wrong and needs to be uh,
0: stopped? You don't be a narc. That's what you do. Snitches get stitches. I'm well, just kidding. I have if had... you see something, say something. Exactly. Go on and party tonight. tonight. Ow! Well, that's anyway. for you, Brooklyn Nine Nine fans. Mrs. CJ, Um what I... would you do? And you're you're friendly with this neighbor. No problems in the past. I'd be All curi- of a sudden, though, they just build that giant fence. I'd be
1: curious, like, what are they getting up to back there?
0: So are having you... Having
1: some kinky parties or... That's where your
0: mind goes right yes. away, hey? Big fence, they must be having some nasty sex back there. That's exactly where I go. Why else would you? <laughs> Lots of reasons. <laughs> you don't just need privacy because you're doing the.
1: What else? What else in your backyard would you be doing that would require that level of heightened <clears throat> security?
0: Maybe they're building a wiffle ball field in the back, and they don't want balls flying into your yard because they're courteous neighbors.
1: Get a net. Don't they're not build just. A fence.
0: They're not just bunnies going at it all the time. Maybe they're just wanting to play some wiffle ball.
1: Well, then get a net. The fence implies, like the raised fence, yeah. implies like secrecy to right? It secrecy. In, it
0: involves some wrongdoing. Like, oh, I can't stand hearing and seeing your kids play. I need to put up this fence.
1: Or, Well, no, I don't even think it's that. I think it's like they're up to something see, that they don't want me to see.
0: I would think of it the other way. Are and you calling is, Fiona see, annoying, no, by no, no, the way? No, 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 no. This is why... <laughs> I love being on the radio with you because we're two different brains. See, you think what are they up to? Yeah, I think what did I do to piss them off? (laughs) That's what I think in my head because I'm the doormat personality. Oh man, they must hate me. I'm gonna feel self conscious the entire time.
1: See, I have a friend who uh, lives in Regina. Their neighbors, they both have higher decks Mm -hmm. that kind of sit almost above their fence. And in the summertime, the neighbor builds a very ramshackle kind of divider on their deck. So they can't see. Like I understand that gotcha. one. Yeah, okay. Because when you're at the on the deck with some friends, and you glance over, and like five feet away, yeah. there are your neighbors. It's like, okay, this yeah, is weird. Little
0: much, eh? Wouldn't it be funny? Your neighbor builds one of these fences, so you just build an even higher deck. There you go. You look over there. I win, dear. I can see
1: you. 96.3 Cruise FM variety that rocks and all that other stuff. It's Cruise Mornings, Stacy and Clayton. When it comes to vinyl records, um, they're definitely more popular. In fact, 2019 was the first time in decades that vinyl outsold CDs. Ooh. CDs reigned supreme for many years
0: um,
1: because they seemed... I remember when they first came out, it was like, what is this laser
0: disc and what does it do? Well, they're a CD, they're a Frisbee, they're versatile.
1: They did a lot of things they were also easy to scratch and remember Walkmans or Discmans like we were talking about that whole anti-skip mm-hmm. technology and stuff huh, yeah. whatever
0: technology exactly <laughs> uh,
1: vinyl is definitely you know having its its time again and it's for, for a different way too like back when vinyl was out mm-hmm. that's how music came it was on records but now people have the option of enjoying music in so many different ways but I thought this was interesting the top 10 artists slash music on vinyl right now eight of them are cruise artists hey look at us go what do you think the number one vinyl selling artist is oh fred
0: penner you are wrong oh stomping tom no come on it's the beatles well i'm out of answers if it's not those two then i don't know who it is
1: (laughs) the beatles are number one pink floyd number two david bowie number three david
0: bowie number three yeah I thought the Stones would be number three
1: Stones don't come until number six number four is Led Zeppelin oh yeah five is Queen seven is Nirvana the Smiths are in at number eight ACDC number nine, and Elvis Presley coming in 10th.
0: Well, everyone wanted those Led Zeppelin records back in the day because they doubled as like an art piece, well, right? Well, that's they what I was going to so say. so well done.
1: Like, the covers on a lot of these albums were collectors in their own right because Same they were Stompin so Same with Tom's
0: great. albums, though. I mean, the artwork on there was usually him smoking a dart. So, that's pretty good artwork. I guess. <laughs> Don't I guess and Tom ever again. Um, I
1: just want to say that we have, Sean and I all of those on vinyl
0: what a dramatic pause that was thank you
1: that makes us very cool
0: on the That's edge of my seat what I was you guys are vinyl people we are vinyl people absolutely yeah see and vinyl people find each other like one vinyl person will not marry a non-vinyl person of vinyl, course vinyl people find each other
1: I wasn't a vinyl person until I met Sean he's the one hey, who hey. loves the search loves the hunt for them loves listening to them cleaning them all that you stuff you were a
0: vinyl person you just didn't know it yet Stacy okay We are getting mushy on Cruise Mornings today.
1: Uh. Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.